0: Asia Tech Podcast, voice of the
1: Asian tech ecosystem. Hello and welcome to Asia Tech Podcast. This week, my name is Graham Brown. We are going to review what's going on in the world of Asia Tech Podcast. Coming up, highlights from shows in the studio, including visits by JW Yao from X. We're going to look at who was on ATP Stories this week some of the delights that we'll be sharing with you when we reach Hong Kong for the Launchpad event, as well as the latest from The Grind, Asia Matters, the Blockchain Asia Show, C-Suite Exchange, and Out and About in the City of Singapore with Startup Weekend. That's all coming up in the next 25 minutes. Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show. Hello and welcome to Asia Tech Podcast this week. My name is Graham Brown. We are gathered in the Asia Tech Podcast studio with the regular crew who I will introduce very soon. The point of this podcast is to introduce what's going on in the world of Asia Tech Podcast this week. What's new? What's to review? What's to preview? So who do we have here? We've got the regulars. Troy. Yeah, Troy, yo. Welcome yo, back. Yo,
2: yo, Troy, yo.
1: A regular in the studio. Sitting to my left-hand side, Barat. Hello. A regular on the uh, the mixing deck there, slaving away. Yep. And new team member, Neural. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. It's your first. Yeah. Not last, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> so Neural's just joined us, so you're going to see and hear more of Neural very shortly. Um, let's talk about what's going on in the world of Asia Tech Podcast. We're going to talk about what's happening in the... Tech ecosystem, some of the events. So, Troy, you've been out and about. We'll talk about that in a minute in yeah. Singapore. Highlights from the studio we have the Asia Tech Podcast Stories series. We are also talking about the Launchpad event in Hong Kong coming up, which will be part of The Grind, which happened this week, it happens once a month. The Roundtable, another Roundtable event, Asia Matters which we had on Tuesday evening with William and Amit. More on that in a minute. The Blockchain Asia Show launched as well this week. More news and views from the world of blockchain. C-Suite Exchange, which happened right here in Platform E in Singapore. Where do we start? We've been busy putting the team together this week. Barrett, you've been a busy man. Yes,
0: I have. Upwork. Yep. So I've, I've sort of um, incorporated two team members. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are shout out to Gideon and Noah. Yep. So these guys have been really helping me out, you know, with the process, and you know, we've been out there producing all this content with them. So yeah, these are my these
1: are my virtual teammates. Yeah, they're real though. Yeah, but they're working virtually, and yep. they're helping us with getting the content out there, right? Yep. Which is what we've um, been uh, lacking in a little bit. Mm-hmm. We've been producing a lot of content, but not pushing it out there successfully enough. So that's what happens next. So you're going to see more of Asia Tech Podcast over the coming weeks and snippets. Mm-hmm. So if you start seeing these two or three minute snippets popping up on your LinkedIn feed with the subtitles, that's coming from the Upwork team, right? Yep. Good. That is all to come. Out and about in the world of Singapore.
2: Yeah. What um, what's weekend, going on? Over the weekend, there was a... Startup Weekend. Yeah. It was a hard escape. And there were speakers like Graceful, Dr. Janelle. So these are like um, government officials from GovTech and MCCY. So Startup Weekend is a hackathon for hustlers, developers, and designers. So it's for all walks of life. Anyone can join.
1: Have you done one before? Oh so first time. Yeah. What was your impression?
2: The vibe is really different. To what? The the energy is high. It's not like a regular event. Mm. It's all about like crushing it, getting ideas, pitching, um, conceptualizing about the problems and stuff. So it's really amazing and some of them even stayed over at the venue. Slept over. Yeah, slept over. And well, they didn't even sleep and they were just like coding and stuff. Well, they're
1: just all on Red Bull all weekend.
2: Yeah. And it's we hardcore. have uh, great food great food yeah. from green. So they, they they serve healthy food. They mm. do catering as well.
1: So what what is the objective of Startup Weekend? Do people go in there knowing who they're gonna work with, or do they kind of gather together in groups, or do half baked ideas come in and then become startups? How
2: okay, does it so work? so there are some people that came in as a group, while the others, they were just, came, they came here alone, mm. and then they, there are a few people who have some ideas. So they, each and everyone, have like one minute to pitch, and after that, they do the voting. So, wh- which, whichever idea that they like, they would vote, and mm. the top 25 that, the ideas that have the top votes, they will actually go in the next round, where the teams... Uh, mingle with each other where they form teams and then they start building on that single mm. idea.
1: So there's 25 teams. Yes. How many people are there? There are about 200. Right. And what impressed you about it apart from the energy?
2: Yeah. And and there was this team who did a drastic change in pivoting. So before that, so on day two, so it's a three-day event, on the day two, they were still conceptualizing about um an idea that's Going to be oh companionship for elderly hmm. at their homes and stuff, and by the third day, they've pivoted into a immersive VR for dementia patients. Yeah. And they won first prize. In they won
0: first prize. Awesome. Yeah. They did it in three days. Yes. Yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> so they, they they use the Google Cardboard with a mobile phone. Yeah. 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 So they map your house, and then put imi- uh images as memories Hmm. to stimulate the brain of dementia patients. Interesting. It's quite interesting. Wow. That's really cool. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm just soaking it up because, you know, a lot of people talk about this world where we get lost in in the blockchain with all due respect to blockchain, but then you hear people doing these real world applications Mm -hmm. for real problems. It's nice. Especially in the context of that where it could have gone anywhere.
2: Oh, yeah. But now I I think um a lot of startups are focusing on health, about mm. how the way we eat and all that. So I think um the re the uh, one of the upcoming trends would still be health as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So you went to start up weekend as what as an observer, as a volunteer. As a volunteer. Right. And can you as a volunteer can you just join one of the groups, one of the teams, or can only people who've registered to be a team member do
2: that? Um only those who register as a team member can do that because they actually paid for like ticket to actually join this right. this start of weekend hmm. and then um the prizes are worth up to 50k yeah so each of the first prize they each of them will win like a surface pro tablet hmm. together with um several other perks like co-working spaces and aws credits and stuff
1: hm yeah you're going to go again
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'll probably join as a participant. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Good. Any other observations from Starlight Weekend? Be happy with that.
2: Yeah, good food. Food (laughs) (laughs) Food is the most important key.
1: Well, I wonder if some of those guys weren't even eating for the whole weekend. They just some coffee.
2: Oh yeah, Red Bull probably. Yeah, man. Red Bull. In a real
1: state by Monday. That was Startup Weekend in Singapore. Thanks for sharing, Troy. Let's talk about what's going on in the Asia Tech Podcast studio. So we had a busy studio week, right? Yeah. And we had did. a lot coming in, mm-hmm. a lot of stories this week. Let's talk about who was in the studio. We had, I was most impressed. I'm not going to talk about all the shows. All of these shows are going to be coming out on Pitch Deck Asia. So let's talk about the Pitch Deck Asia shows that came in. Jawen JW. Yes. Yao, Yes. Jowen Yao. Mega X, Mega X, Mega X. Yeah, we liked those guys. They were cool. I really liked her. I thought she was kick ass. Yep. She was hardcore. She was really awesome. Mega Fash. Yep. They, I mean, I didn't realize how big they were. Mega Fash.
2: You uh, know them quite well, Troy. Yeah. 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 See them around malls. Mm-hmm. They used to have one at Raffles. Right. Place. Yeah. You know what I
1: liked about her? She um she's had two exits in her businesses. I think twenty five million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in exits and uh i like it when she she came here straight away and she one of the first things she said she was a deviant yeah i thought like, yeah i like this this is <laughs> like this is gonna be an interesting conversation but in the sense that you know she uh so jw she said that you know she wasn't traditionally um in the mold of a well-educated mm-hmm. student right she yeah. didn't do great at university or mm-hmm. college and um she sort of like not flunked out of that, but she said she deliberately did badly. So <laughs> I thought was interesting. She d- she did well at doing badly. Yep. And then she went and um, started her own retail business and that grew. And obviously she sold it. And now she's like an investor and a board advisor in multiple businesses. She's really kick ass. Yeah. Oh. I thought she was awesome. Firstly, because she did it in re- retail. Retail is one of the hardest business to be successful in. It's exceptionally, you know, tough business. The margins, and you've got to maintain inventories. You're dealing with supply chains. You're dealing with, you know, customers walk into your shop all the time. And um, she, I mean, with all due respect to her, th- there's not enough female entrepreneurs out there like her, you know, who have had successful exits. So the fact that she got up and stood up and talked about her story on the mic, I thought was cool, because hopefully that would, exp- you know. That would impress more to come through in the future. Mm-hmm. So that was great. So that was uh, J.W. Niel from MegaX. Um, let's talk about who we had on ATP stories in the last week or so. We have some really interesting stories coming up. And these are all part of, um, well, let's talk about Hal Bosher first. We, didn't, we were talking about on the last ATP this week, right? Hal Bosher yeah. from CEO Yoma Bank. So he's actually coming out this week. Sometime this week. Yeah. So if you're interested in Myanmar, then go and check out Hal which is just an awesome story, CEO of Yoma Bank in Myanmar. And then uh, we had just, I'll give you a sample of some of the people we've been interviewing for the Launchpad event in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about some of those, because we're doing a whole bunch of them. So we're gonna be at Launchpad in Hong Kong. I'm gonna be speaking, doing a panel session there. Asia Tech Podcast is a media partner. Um, If you're interested in retail, go and check it out. Um, We'll put the details in the show notes. Let's talk about some of the interesting stories that we were talking about on ATP Stories. So these are all going to be on atpstories.com. Yep. Right? atpstories.com slash launchpad? Launchpad, yep. yep. So
0: launchpad will, it will have the description and all the episodes that's linked with to the speakers.
1: With that event, right? Yep. So we had Thomas Mazzetti on. Now, Thomas Mazzetti is a Swedish guy based in China. Mm-hmm. And he builds... Those Moby Marts. Have you seen those Moby Marts? That vegetable, not vegetable. Uh, Have you seen them? Has it. anybody seen them? A Moby Mart here, you guys? Don't think so. Uh, it, okay, so they've only just been sort of like debuted in the last few weeks. They're in Hefei, in China. Mm-hmm. You imagine a Seven Eleven on wheels. Seven Eleven. Uh, That's what they are. So instead of like you in, in like for example, if you want to order something from 711 mm-hmm. you may be or you could grab something from somewhere right that kind of service or you could order it online and they deliver it to you mm-hmm. in this case the store actually comes to you yeah. <laughs> this is pretty cool so they build these stores on wheels and they will like park up outside your office right and you'll go on into it and you'll just buy your stuff and then it will drive away to the next parking lot <laughs> that's what it is Moby mart
2: mhm wow
1: well, it's pretty awesome. Have you seen the pictures of it?
2: Yeah. What do you think? It's very Black Mirror and dystopian. Dystopian? <laughs> <laughs> how is that dystopian? I don't know. In, in the future where uh, hunger no strikes oh. you know, you know, and, you and the lack of food.
1: So he was on the store. I mean, he was on the show talking about that and how they built this thing and how they tested it, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And... um he, he imagines a world and he talks about his vision he imagines a world where there are hundreds of these things going around can you imagine if you looked out on the the expressway and there were just like thousands of these Moby marts driving around
2: he's based in uh china yeah china is really okay. pushing it yeah i mean even amazon they were just using the amazon go yeah and right now china have this accessible and on the go shops Mm -hmm. yeah it's awesome it's the future yeah it's next level
1: next level yeah i mean you you turn up in china and like uh, i don't know in 20 years time there might not be any shops anywhere just these things driving around and just the only shops that there are are like experience based Mm focus more on experience like the apple store and so on um, who else was on ATP Stories this week? We had Paul Shulte from Shulte Research, a really insightful, deep look into where things are going in the age, in the Asian century. Um, if you're into, you know, like shifts or looking at how the financial services sector is changing, go and check out that story coming up on ATP Stories. Uh, Marta Dweiko, Polish in Hong Kong, writing about ecosystems in Hong Kong, talking about Shenzhen. And how Shenzhen is emerging is possibly as, like, you know, the future Silicon Valley. Has anybody here been to Shenzhen? No? No. So Shenzhen is just across the border from Hong Kong. And 30 or 40 years ago, it was just a fishing village. But now it's one of the fastest growing cities in the world. 80% of all electronics have some part manufactured in Shenzhen. Mm. Right? And you've got Huawei there. Wow. DJ, you know, the... uh, drones, right? they're made there amongst other people. And um, apparently, I don't know if this is true, um, anecdotal evidence, she was saying that the, the level of people, so the number of people in Shenzhen who've invested in a startup, right? Let's compare, what, I mean, it's completely random stats. Like, you can imagine the complete population, what percentage of them do you think have invested in a startup, let's say in Singapore, which is probably quite high, mm-hmm. but it's still gonna be a very low number in the grand scheme of things, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're probably talking a few percent yep. ever Yeah. ever invested in a startup. In Shenzhen, she says 20%. 20% sure. of the adult population is invested in a startup. Wow, wow. That's phenomenal. Can you imagine? Every, every next person you bump into is like an angel investor. You're <laughs> right, it's just <laughs> waiting for the bus and like, oh yeah, I invest in blockchain. <laughs> I mean, you know, what does that do to create like an ecosystem? That's like the next Silicon Valley happening right there.
0: It's the Asian Silicon
1: Valley. Yeah, yeah, if not beer. Yeah. That that's gonna replace Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be in that Greater Bay area. Which is gonna be phenomenal. So the Greater Bay is all happening right now. I don't know if we talk about, sh- about the Greater Bay here in Singapore. Do people know about it?
0: not all as it Does
1: it ever make the news here? I think it, The Greater Bay. I think mm. it it didn't, right? Yeah, it's not particularly well talked yeah. about, is it? Right. So this is gonna be the Greater Bay is gonna be this city of sixty million people. Wow. Well, Connecting oh, yeah. Hong Kong all the way around the bay. Hong Kong, Guangzhou, Shenzhen, Zhuhai, Fuzhou, all those cities. It's like 11 cities in one.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. It's going to be like nothing we've ever seen. All connected by high-speed rail. And, I mean, because this week, the high-speed train opened from Hong Kong to Guangzhou, which is like 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and 11 minutes from, or 13 minutes from Hong Kong to Shenzhen. So that's all happening right now, and they're opening that big bridge, the longest bridge in the world, from Hong Kong to Zhuhai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so all happening. And we don't know about it outside of Asia, or even inside of Asia. And then on ATP stories, we had Tom James from NR Capital, and he was talking about AI, the blockchain, and space mining. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool.
0: Space mining.
1: Yeah. Okay. Commod So he's a commodity trader. So they're they're investing. Sorry, deep space mining, ah, right. mm. which will be like mining asteroids for, wow, well. I know whatever ma- asteroids have ice, <laughs> gems, bacteria, no. stones from other worlds, yeah, diamonds. World. There's will just be like a great big diamond throughout space, and that's going infinity stones. That's the ones, yeah. <laughs> 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 so that's what he was talking about. So there's a real range. Everything this week. From, um, you know, the the robot supermarkets to deep space mining. So that's all on ATP stories. Mm -hmm. Um, What else did we have this week? We had a few um, interesting debuts. The grind. Troy, (laughs) your first ever grind. Yeah. Did you come out alive?
2: Apparently I did. I I mean, at at the first few questions, the the alcohol didn't kick in. Okay. So so the the answers were rather shitty. Yeah,
1: but you made it. Yeah, immediate. So the grind is every month. Yeah, monthly. Monthly. You can go and check it out. thegrind.asia. grind. Um, who else do we have? Asia Matters. We had last week. Oh yeah, that was that was a awesome. good one. That, yeah. was, that was a good one. Asia We had William Gilchrist from Consig, ex Google, and Amit Gupta from Ecosystem. That was a really interesting conversation about where you're from. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: was that was that was actually one of the that was one of the best Asia meters Asia meters show yeah, we, had we heard the most views, of on that one. views yeah that's quite interesting as well
1: yeah so that's the roundtable show which we push out live on YouTube that question where are you from does it take you is it, is it a straightforward answer when somebody asks you where you're from because I, I have to I think mean, about it
0: for me if you ask me from here in Singapore I would say I'm just Singapore but if I were to go overseas and you know they ask me where am I from mm. I may think twice you think twice because, like, I mean, if I were to stay there for 10 years, uh-huh. then I may think twice, like, because I'm actually part of their culture as well. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I may, I and you also
1: got the the Indian yeah. culture as well thrown yeah. in. Yeah. So that's so there as well, isn't it?
0: If I were to, for example, if I were to move into China and I stay there for 10 years, then you ask me where am I from, I would be like, I, I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Interesting. How about you guys? Do you ever have to think about where you, when asked, where you're from? Because I do never an interesting, sort of straightforward answer for me. How about yourself, Nora? Um. Is it straightforward for you, Singaporean? Answer? No,
2: because I've lived overseas for nine years. Yeah, where did yeah. you live? Uh, I lived in Australia, New Zealand, and Bali. Yeah. Yeah, so and my grandfather's Indonesian, so and I speak Indonesian. They they usually don't believe that I'm local. Right. Like, I'm Singaporean. They're like, like yeah, I'm like three generation Singaporean, but I'm also kind of Indonesian. Uh
1: huh. So when somebody asks you, it's always like, "Yeah, Singapore." But yeah,
2: they, when they know the when they know the um, the cultural um, uh, diversity in Singapore, they say, "Yeah, but mm. are you like Chinese, Malay, or or Indian, or what? Australian?" Yeah, but if they don't know, they're just like, "Oh, okay, Singapore." Yeah, yeah,
1: it's interesting, isn't it? Like even just having a, a straightforward answer doesn't seem so common these days. Yeah. Like, and everybody that bring in the studio as well, they've always got about a five minute answer. answer. <laughs> they never sort of okay, I'm just from here and that's it. Yeah. They and even in a work, you know, as well. The point is, is you get to choose the answer in a way, I suppose. At the end of the day, you can choose what you want to say. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've lived somewhere, what what are they really asking? You know, uh, where I was born, or what my sort of cultural mm-hmm. heritage is, right? Because that's a real mix.
2: Or where you call home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. R- rather. Yeah. Where do you call home? Yeah, right? where's
1: um, home, yeah. So for me, home is Singapore, but right? Exactly. <laughs> well, this is where I live. <laughs> so where my family is, right? But you know and people say, Oh, are you, where are you from? Are you from oh, I'm from Britain originally. Yeah, but I haven't been in the UK for six years, right? So is that am I from the UK? There's a whole story that I want to tell mm-hmm. people, right? How about yourself, Troy? Is it straightforward?
2: Pretty much. Singapore, through and through. Singapore, planning to head out, explore the world. Yeah. Stay in several countries in the future. You were in
1: Vietnam at some point, weren't
2: you? Yeah. You going back? Definitely. Where do you think you would live? I want to go to Norway. Norway. <laughs> 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 yeah. well, you know, I did Catch a bit my of my own salmon. Salmon <laughs> with a
1: spear. It's actually a beautiful yeah. place. Yeah, it it's is. Really expensive, but. Probably as expensive as Singapore.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Cool. Good. Well, there you go. Those are some of the interesting conversations that we have, and um, that was the grind, I suppose. And and Asia matters. Those interesting conversations about who we are and our, our backgrounds. Um, what else did we have? Rounding up. What else did we have on ATP this week? The Blockchain Asia Show launched. Yep, with Gustavo and Michelle. Yep. And we talked about Singapore as a blockchain capital. And the traceability of food. We talked about needles in your strawberries. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
0: That was a huge, huge case. Yeah. They had to actually, uh, they had to actually dispose all of their strawberries and all of their plantations. Right. And that was a very sad thing. Cause for, as a farmer, when you grow all mm. that, it's very sad.
1: Well, it's a huge deal as well for Australia and New Zealand. Yes. Because... Not obviously losing the the crop is one thing, but food safety, yeah, I mean they're trading on that brand, aren't they, mm-hmm. you know, especially New Zealand and australia they they sort of trade on the fact they're not China, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, that their food's safe, right, yeah, especially milk is obviously a big thing, yeah, yeah, so that's a real issue for them, but the point of the blockchain was that in theory, if you like put all the information from the logistics supply chain onto the blockchain, you can trace where these Bits. things are going wrong. Yep. To some point. I mean, you're never going to stop a disgruntled ex-employee, where but you, you re- might be able to identify where this thing's going wrong, right? Yep. So that was interesting. That was an application of blockchain in the real world. And then we also had C-suite exchange, Dr. Stephen Chua. Yes. The man who built Sentosa. Right? Yep. Almost. Almost. Six billion. Six billion project. He built the whole thing. Six billion, yeah. Well, he built Sentosa Island. So he was on the show as well. So that'll be coming out soon. That was Asia Tech Podcast this week. And we are on ATP.show. And if you're following us on iTunes, then you could hit us up with a review. Yeah. Subscribe to us on iTunes. The other feeds that we have on iTunes, you can go and find ATP Stories, Asia Manners, The Blockchain Asia Show, The Grind... Any others, as well as Pitch Deck Asia? Pitch Deck Asia. Yeah. We'll put all those links in the show notes.
0: Yeah. Or alternatively, they can also find it under the show step on atp.show.
1: Exactly. Yep. This is the team, the ATP team, signing off. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank
2: you. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show.